Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, listeners, we've had some very, very big guests on our little show since it started, but no one will top our next one. We've managed to track him down from his mysterious location. Tim Payne, good morning to you, my friend. Good morning, Brent. How are you, mate? Well, I'll tell you what, we are flying here without you, just quietly. It has been a very, very good show so far. I'm not surprised. How did uh, our man Hammer go in the, uh, in the preamble? Well, as you like to say, he used his big boy voice, and I think you'd be pretty happy with his output. You have to have a listen. There's the hammer sound oh, effect. I, I woke up this morning and I thought, I reckon I've been nailed here. I just had this feeling. Hamish yeah. has been doing his homework all week. That's all right. What goes around comes around, so on with the show. He was very comfortable in your chair. There's no doubt about it. Where on earth are you, please? And until you tell us the truth, you are at a wellness retreat in the middle of nowhere. We're just going to run with that uh, until I'm you not, own well, up. I'm in, um, I'm in the beautiful Brooding Island, actually. I've had to get in the car and drive up to, where am I? I think I'm sort of sitting in Apollo Bay where I can get some decent reception. I don't know how I'm coming through on the line, but um, this was the best place I could find. And it's a beautiful view, Brent, and I've got my coffee in hand. And um, I'll be heading back up to Hobart uh, later this afternoon. What are you doing, though? You've missed a show this morning, Tim. It must be something important. Can you actually tell us what you're doing now that you're there? Well, no, I've just got some uh, some things on, Brent. I've told you this before. Um, I had a prior engagement that I had to fulfil. and uh, What is it, Tim? This morning. It doesn't matter what it is, and I'll be back up later today. Well, we had a text in earlier saying you were seen coming out of Parliament House at some point recently. Is there any <laughs> truth that you are not on Bruni Island and you are about to run in the state election? That's what we're hearing from the listeners. Well, there you go. I've been out for who? Who? Who will I be running with? Do you know? Oh, I think you'd be uh, an independent, wouldn't you? You're your own man. You wouldn't want to be in a party. I wouldn't have thought. No, I think. Well, I think one of our guests this morning is an independent now, isn't he? He is. He was very good too. Yeah. Spoke very well indeed. Oh, I think he's a great operator. He'll have my <laughs> vote at some stage, Brent. Righto, let's uh, no, straighten up here. I've been in Parliament House, mate, and it's a bit like the uh, waxing story. This is stuff that you are just making up to try and <laughs> we wouldn't make things up Tim. sort of story we wouldn't make things up now hammers found a clip from the weekend uh from saturdays in tassie this is what jeevesy had to say on your take on jake weatherald from friday let's have a listen to it jake weatherald's going to join us uh who else have we got well you want him in the team too the shield team i heard tim payne wants him in that team as well well i'm not sure you know an 80 and a 60 in a t20 game gets in the shield team timbo but uh he's on fire that's for sure so is there a role for him in the in the one day team uh coming up after christmas thoughts tim you you were pretty big on jake Um, weatherall joining the team 
Yeah, I am, but I also explained it, didn't I? I, I also said that his numbers probably didn't stack up. And, but that's not the job of a selector because if I was picking up the paper and reading the teams out, then we might as well get Sally Payne, my mother, to pick the teams. <laughs> that's not what it's about, Brent. What I said I'm seeing is a talent that we don't see a lot of in this country and we need to put him in the team while he's running hot. And he certainly is running hot. He was one of the form batters of the Big Bash. Post Big Bash, though, if you do want to put some numbers up, he did get 227 not out in his last second 11 hit to Tasmania. So... Um, Look, I understand he hasn't banged the door down. Uh, he hasn't been in the greatest of form up until that time. But like I said, mate, there's a bit more to picking teams than just scoring. I think when you see talent like like what we've seen um, Weatherald has, like when we've seen Jake Fraser-McGurk, I wouldn't say he's banged the door down at the moment. Uh, and there's a number of cricketers, if you go through the history of Australian cricket, Shane Warne didn't bang the, the door down. Steve Smith didn't bang the door down. David Warner played two games for New South Wales, one-day cricket, before he played for uh, Australia in a T20. Uh, Pat Cummins played about two Shield games, including a final at Bell Reeve. The, the list goes on and on and on. When you find really high-end talent, I think we've got to try and find spots for it in our first-class cricket team. And I think he's one that should be playing. That's just my opinion. And a good one too. Uh, what about your opinion on Xavier Bartlett's impressive ODI debut the other day? That was extraordinary from Xavier. Yeah, he's a high, another high-end um, talent. He's been injured for the last 12 months, I think, with a bit of stress fracture. He stuff. He didn't play a lot last year, but um, I saw his first wicket against the West Indies, and I can tell you, Brent, he's bowled that exact ball to me about three times, and every one of them had the same result with my off stump being knocked back. So, <laughs> um, look, he's, he's taller than you think when you see him in person. He's a bit quicker than you think. And he's, got, he's one of those guys that can, regardless of the conditions in the first five or six overs of a game, whether it's flat and hot and no one else can move the ball, Xavier Bart will, will get some, some movement. And as I said, he's a little bit quicker than you think. And he can, um, you know, he goes all day as well. So he's a great talent for Australia and for Queensland. And what about Matty Short? You spent a lot of time with him over the BBL break, obviously. Yep. And he's at number six and not opening. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, I'm disappointed. And I told George this. Uh, during the week, because Bales tells me there's not a spot for him at the moment at the top of the order. But, you know, I look at that team and think, in white ball cricket at full strength at the moment, who's opening the batting? Travis Head's obviously won. Um, and then who? I, I think Matt Short is that man. He should be opening the batting with Travis Head. I think they'd be a great combination. Left and right hand, one's tall, one's quite short. Uh, obviously, Travis is short, not Matt. Um, you know, they score in completely different zones. I think they'd complement each other brilliantly, and I think they'd be an awesome opening combination for Australia. Uh, Josh Inglis looks like he's he's got the, the nod at the moment. He's another one who I think, you know, he, he'll smack the West Indies. We could pick eight batters that could smack the West Indies around at the moment, but I think Josh Inglis's best work will be done in the middle order because he can hit 360 and he's a great player of spin. Um, I mean, if they stick with him at the top of the order, he will have success because he's a gun himself, but I just think Matthew Short deserves that spot, and they look like a better team with Short, Head, and then English coming in at four or five. Uh, our biggest guest ever to join us on the show, Tim Payne, is on the line this morning. Uh, what about Tassie's start to the Sheffield Shield game against Queensland? Payne, you've been banging on about Gabe Bell for a long, long time, mm. and he's done it again. What a, what a star has. performance. Yeah, most underrated bowler in the country, I'd suggest, uh, Gabe <laughs> Bell. I think his average of 25 puts him at, um, you know, in the top sort of 15, I reckon, of all-time Shield Jeez. bowling averages. And that was before he took his, his 10 for 
uh, yesterday. So, yeah, he's been an extraordinary performer for Tassie. Hasn't got the games he probably deserves even down here at times because of the excellence of sort of Jackson Bird and then Peter Siddle and um, a few other guys that have... Uh, Riley Meredith that have always got the nod ahead of him. But every time Gabe Bell gets a chance to play for Tasmania, he takes wickets. Um, yeah, and he stood up again during the week. I haven't seen a lot of the, the track, Brent, but um, it'd be interesting. To, I think we're 170 behind and still needing a couple of wickets. So looking at the scores in the game, it looks like it'll be a tricky little trace, but um, I haven't had great um, 4G connection down here, Brent, so I haven't been able to load up any videos. Um, to well, I was about to say, his wickets, but... you've got enough connection to talk to us on the phone. Why couldn't yeah, you have taken a kit down and done the whole show? I've got 3G where I am now, mate. I'm parked in a car at Apollo Bay. Okay. I've driven off-site. Um, the links he goes to, hey? To what a, what a man. Morning. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> to fit me in your morning. And I'll tell you oh, what, friend, luckily, I've got the uh, four-wheel drive Amarok from Jackson Volkswagen. Otherwise, I'm not sure <laughs> I'll be getting out of where I am at the moment. Oh, goodness. Goodness me. Well, I backed in. Uh, Hammer said, we need to have something fill in here because Payne's not going to answer the phone. I said, our man will not let us down, Hammer. Do Never. not panic. And you've come through, which I knew you would. And uh, right. Hamish, and just I'll relax. Right. I'll let you down. I'll let you down. <laughs> uh, not being there this morning was a bit of a letdown. That was a bit of a bad planning thing for me. You know, when you just have those moments, I was in on holidays with the strikers and I had a phone call, committed to something because I was in that holiday mode. And then last week it came around. I was like, oh, shit. I've got to work Monday. Oh, got the dump button there? You can't, you can't <laughs> say that word on air, Tim. Goodness I me. Think I think you hey, before you go, we've got a text here on the Harcourts open line. Can't believe no one has mentioned Pony's good mate, Grant Tazzy Brown, for expert tipster. Everyone else would be playing checkers while he's playing chess when it comes to tipping. Thanks for your text good this point. morning. It's from Batchy in Dodgers Ferry. So um, might have to get GTB. I don't think he's been on the show GTV, no, like he, on just to reminisce on some old club surreal stories, maybe with you, Brent. He has reached out because he's got the big tournament coming up next month at City Hall, so that there might be the perfect opportunity. We'll see how we go. Uh, enjoy your day, Tim. I'll uh, I'll talk to you from I think Los Angeles on Friday, so That's you'll be here Brent. like I want? am. I'm off uh, in about three hours, Tim. So. Oh, Yes. You, you uh, have a good flight, won't you, and settle in over there for a few days. And if you feel like having the morning off, then I'm sure Hamish will be able to slot into the to the co-host role. I would not let the team down, Tim, particularly after just having six weeks off. I would not do that, can you, just so um, you know. <laughs> when you're over there, can you just buy every um, venue that you go to for basketball <laughs> or any sport? And can you buy Hamish a piece of team apparel? Because we know he likes to sort of... Get around 25 teams a year. So he does. Out while you're over there, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Tim Payne, thanks for your time on the Brent Costello show this morning, and we'll see you on Friday. <laughs> Brilliant. See you Friday, Tim. <laughs> Timmy Payne, all the way from apparently, and I say that apparently, uh, Bruni Island might be code for the massage, uh, the um, waxing parlour. We'll see. We see, Johnny Aloisi. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Hey, we're off to new sport and weather, and we're coming back to read out some of your texts next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast, powered by Kubota.